Hello and welcome to another episode of Second Hand Stories. This is a place where I tell you stories. What kind? Well, histories, mysteries and unbelievable stories. And this week's story is from the book India's Secret War: BSF and the 9 months to the birth of Bangladesh written by Ushinor Majumdar. And it's a very well-written book, thoroughly engaging and um, extremely well-researched uh, and it has stories about the bsf and the various missions and operations they carried out in the build up to the bangladesh liberation war and this particular story is from here and here's how it goes a story begins on 26th march 1971 and we're at a border outpost This outpost is called the Srinagar Border Outpost and though it shares its name with the capital of Jammu and Kashmir it's in fact very very far from there in fact we're in Tripura and this border outpost is on the border of India and East Pakistan it's on this day at this border that assistant commandant Parimal Kumar Ghosh sees something very strange taking place across the border across the border he sees a convoy of the pakistani army making its way along the chittagong dhaka road the convoy seems to be heading from chittagong to a place called komila assistant commandant pk ghosh had been posted at this border outpost since august of 1970 and the border had remained peaceful until now seeing this convoy move felt like a very ominous sight he watches this along with his colleagues inspector ram kumar and sub inspector thapa they watch as this column suddenly stops for a few minutes they don't know why it has stopped as yet then they watch the column continue on its way now it's such a strange incident that assistant commandant pk ghosh decides to write a situation report or a sitrep and send it across to his headquarters in agartala now he doesn't know it yet but he's going to be embroiled in this very incident very soon it's going to be a mission that's going to be as dangerous as it is historic this is his story before i tell you what assistant commandant pk ghosh did let me tell you about why he had to do it in the first place the situation that leads up to the bangladesh liberation war begins at the partition of india and here's what happened when india was partitioned it was of course partitioned into pakistan and india and pakistan itself lay in two parts there was west pakistan and east pakistan east pakistan is of course the country we know today as bangladesh why was it that bangladesh had to be formed from east pakistan well the roots of that lay in the cultural and linguistic difference that east pakistan had with West Pakistan East Pakistanis were largely Bengalis and they felt that they were culturally and linguistically distinct and they never felt fully integrated with West Pakistan 
what's more they also felt like they were being excluded from the politics and the finances of the country there were several reasons why they were not very happy and all of this bubbles up and comes to the fore in 1970 in 1970 there was a general election that took place in pakistan when this general election takes place there is a party from east pakistan called the awami league which is headed by a man called sheikh mujibur rahman the awami league sweeps this election and it gets a simple majority and it's gotten a majority to form the central government however the politicians and the military in west pakistan do not honor this mandate they do not want the awami league and sheikh mujibur rahman to take control of the entire country what follows are protests in east pakistan and these protests are met by a military crackdown this military crackdown would be called operation searchlight and thousands of bengalis are killed when this violence starts erupting in east pakistan thousands and thousands of people start fleeing the country and start making their way to the border it was at the borders that india would recognize what was happening inside east pakistan there's a refugee crisis developing and that's when we come to 26th march 1971 when assistant commandant pk ghosh has seen this convoy making its way along the chittagong dhaka road soon after he files his sit rep and sends it to headquarters assistant commandant pk ghosh is met by three people these three people were from east pakistan and one of them was head constable nuruddin head constable nuruddin was part of the east pakistan rifles the east pakistan rifles or the epr was the counterpart of the bsf in east pakistan they were the border patrolling force and when the military crackdown had taken place in east pakistan there were several bengalis in several battalions within the epr and the east bengal rifles another unit who had mutinied head constable nuruddin was one of those people he had come to the border with two other men one of them was a member of national assembly called obedullah majumdar and the other was a local party leader from the awami league called amir hussain and they have come to the border asking for help now assistant commandant pk ghosh over the period of time that he's been at the border outpost has formed a relationship with head constable nuruddin they were on talking terms and they would often exchange pleasantries and information head constable nuruddin has arrived at the border and he's asking pk ghosh for help he says that the army convoy that had just passed by well a few army men had come out of that convoy and they were now stationed at a bridge near a village this bridge was the subhapur village bridge and it was a very important bridge because it was along the chittagong dhaka trunk road it was important for the pakistani army to get control of this because that road would help them supply personnel and rations now the people in subhapur village they were extremely worried with these developments they had heard of the violence breaking out all across east pakistan and the presence of these pakistani soldiers was extremely uncomfortable for the villagers head constable nuruddin along with the two men had now come to the border outpost and were asking pk ghosh to send his men and help clear this bridge 
Now PK Ghosh hears them out and of course he declines the request. He says he is unable to send any men. He is not authorized to do that. It would be wrong for his men to cross the border and help out. However, he says, if you tell me more about the situation, give me a lay of the land, let me make a plan for you, which you can execute. So he hears about the area and he gets as good an idea as he can. And he formulates a plan, which he relays to head constable Nuruddin. Nuruddin hears the plan, but yet he insists, he pleads with assistant commandant PK Ghosh to at least come himself if he can't send his troops. That way he'll be able to directly implement his plan and give tactical directions on the spot. But this puts Assistant Commandant PK Ghosh in a fix. He doesn't know what to do because if he crosses the border, it will be a huge violation. He's not authorized to do this. He has no permission for it. But he sees their faces. He understands their situation. Things are very grim in East Pakistan. He's heard news of the military crackdown, of the thousands of people who have lost their lives. He can see that in Nuruddin there is an example of a person who has been forced to mutiny. He knows that the people in Subapur are fearful. Their lives hang in the balance. One misstep and they could lose their lives. At this point, you realize how difficult and complex it is to make these decisions. Because on one hand, you have protocol and duty. And on the other hand, there is one's conscience. And Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh's conscience is roiling. He knows that he must do the right thing, come what may. And so, he makes a decision. He takes off his army uniform, wears his civilian clothes, stashes his weapon and decides to cross the border. But before he does that, he needs a new identity. And that's where Obaidullah Majumdar helps out. Obaidullah Majumdar gives him the identity of Professor Ali. A professor who teaches at Patia College, a college in the Chittagong district. And the reason Obaidullah Majumdar is so confident about this identity is because Obaidullah Majumdar himself is the principal of Patia College. And so if they are stopped and Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh's identity is asked, then Obaidullah Majumdar can confidently vouch for Professor Ali who teaches at Patia College. And so Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh leaves Srinagar border outpost crosses the border and then Professor Ali makes it the rest of the way to Subapur village. They walk and then take a rickshaw to this village which is the village of Subapur and when they reach the village and the villagers are told who Professor Ali really is, they are ecstatic, they are jubilant. Cries of Joy Bangla, Joy Bangla start ringing out. And when these cries start ringing out, they are heard by the Pakistani army that is just a few meters away. They hear this commotion, this noise, these cries for Joy Bangla and these cries are met with light machine gun fire which silences them. It's at Subapur that Head Constable Nuruddin introduces Professor Ali, aka Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh, 
to six of his other colleagues from the East Pakistan Rifles. Now, when the violence had broken out in East Pakistan, there were several battalions of the East Pakistan Rifles, which was the border patrolling unit, and the East Bengal Rifles that had both mutinied. These were mutinies carried out by the Bengali soldiers within these battalions. And at Subapur, there was Nuruddin and six others. They looked at the guns and the ammunition they had and they had rifles with 300 rounds of ammunition. In addition to that, Head Constable Nuruddin had a Sten gun and a few magazines. That's all they had to take on the Pakistani army at this bridge. As Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh understands what he has to work with and who he's up against before he can relay any plans before he tells them any tactical or military advice he makes them do something it's a very simple thing it is a dramatic gesture but it's one that conveys the weight and the significance of the moment to those who will take part in it he tells these soldiers to pick up a handful of the east pakistani soil in one hand and hold their rifle in the other hand and take an oath of allegiance. It's a very simple oath that he makes them say. The oath is this, that they must protect the interests and the honor of their motherland and serve its people faithfully. It's a simple yet dramatic gesture that signals to all those who take it just what's at stake. And after that, P.K. Ghosh tells them, his plan. Now he's heard about the Subapur Bridge, he's heard about the Pakistani army that has been posted there and now he relays them the plan. The plan is basically this. He divides them into two teams. They will approach the bridge from the north side and the two teams will then take either flank of this bridge. So if this is the bridge, there would be one team on the left and one team on the right. Their job is to keep a strong vigil on the Pakistani army men and make sure that they are stuck on that bridge. The reason that he makes this plan is based on one assumption. The assumption is this. He believes that these men have come out from the convoy and so they will have limited rations and ammunition. At some point, he believes that if they are stuck on this bridge, they will run out of food and water and ammunition. And that's what he's counting on. So the task is to pin them to this location. He relays this information. He tells them the details of this plan. And once the men are concealed in their positions, Professor Ali makes his way back and crosses the border and once again becomes Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh. The next day, the border outpost is visited by P.K. Ghosh's commanding officer. This is Lieutenant Colonel A.K. Ghosh. They are similar names, so I hope I'll be able to keep the confusion out when I narrate this incident going forward. So here's what happens. Lieutenant Colonel A.K. Ghosh arrives in his jeep. He's a big man with close cropped hair and his jeep comes to a stop. He steps out. He's in a very good mood. He's in happy spirits and the reason for that is because he's pretty happy with the situation report that Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh had written out. This sit rep had been written well before P.K. Ghosh crossed the border 
and helped out the East Pakistanis take on the Pakistani army. So far, Lieutenant Colonel A.K. Ghosh doesn't know anything about this. He's come early in the morning and it's just in time for breakfast. Breakfast is laid out and as the breakfast is being laid out, Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh feels uneasy. He knows that he has to come clean. He has to tell his commanding officer what he has done. He has to be honest and transparent. But he fears what's going to happen next. Now he waits for the breakfast to be laid out and when he finally finds himself alone with Lieutenant Colonel A.K. Ghosh, he finally tells his commanding officer what he has done. He relays everything that has happened and when he finishes, as expected, Lieutenant Colonel A.K. Ghosh blows a fuse. He is extremely angry. And he is extremely disappointed in P.K. Ghosh. He's so angry, so upset that he slams his palm onto the desk, upsets the tray and the tea spills all over. He then tells P.K. Ghosh, he tells him, how dare you cross the international border without permission? His voice is so loud that it echoes around the border outpost. Everyone can hear what he has just said. A silence falls on the entire border outpost. There is a pause because P.K. Ghosh has nothing to say to defend himself. At long last, an angry A.K. Ghosh yells. He says, do you know that you can get court-martialed for this? And then A.K. Ghosh gets up and starts storming towards his jeep. When his superior officer has gotten up, P.K. Ghosh too jumps up to attention and salutes his superior officer. But A.K. Ghosh doesn't acknowledge, nor does he reciprocate the salute. He storms off, his anger trailing behind him, gets into his jeep and leaves the border outpost. Everyone in the outpost has heard the dressing down that Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh has just received. The whole border outpost is now swallowed up in silence. Finally, P.K. Ghosh gets support from a very unexpected place. It's Inspector Ram Kumar who speaks up and says, Sir, aapne jo kiya, theek kiya tha. Logo ki jaan bach gaye. And to hear that from Inspector Ram Kumar moves P.K. Ghosh because this is the same Inspector Ram Kumar who had urged him not to go just a day before. In gratitude, he pats Ram Kumar on the back. But the whole border outpost remains swamped with the news that Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh could be court-martialed. Meanwhile, on the other side of the border, Head Constable Nuruddin is implementing P.K. Ghosh's plan. Throughout the night, they had kept constant and alert vigil, keeping a close eye on the Pakistani men on the bridge. Soon, as time passed, things started to work out exactly as Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh had predicted. Soon, the Pakistani army ran out of water and they sent three men down to the river to collect water. This was the river that flowed underneath the Subapur bridge. To collect the water, the three men had to break cover and cross this open area. The minute they broke cover, the men from the East Pakistan rifles under 
head constable nuruddin immediately saw them when they saw them they alerted nuruddin nuruddin asks for them to hold on he then assigns two of the pakistani army men to two of his men and then he takes on the third man the rest of his men are to stand as backup in case the shots miss the next man will take over and so the shots ring out and the three pakistani army men are killed and their bodies now lay on the banks of the river and the bodies would lay there for a while because the pakistani army heard the shots they knew that their men were dead but they couldn't come to retrieve the bodies because they knew that they too would be met with bullets so the bodies are left there and in frustration the pakistani army fires ammunition in the general direction of the epr men however none of the men are shot now the next day the situation of the pakistani army men is getting worse their resources are diminishing and depleting even more in desperation some of the men leave the outpost and run in the cover of the night towards the village now subapur village too had been on alert there were people keeping a vigil for just this kind of thing when the army officers appear they are caught and killed at the village and then on 28th march the resources of the people at the subapur bridge would be completely extinguished and defeated and depleted they would come out in surrender and would be killed by the epr men it was a victory a small victory but it was a victory nonetheless and head constable nuruddin made his way back to the shrinagar border outpost to relay the happy news to assistant commandant pk ghosh comes to pk ghosh and he tells him that they've succeeded that the plan that he had marked out that he had asked them to implement it had worked perfectly and he asks pk ghosh if he can come back and meet the villagers of subapur they are very very eager to meet the bsf officer who had helped them how pk ghosh has just gotten this dressing down he has been threatened with a court martial he knows that his career is hanging by a thread but he feels that if he can do anything any small thing to encourage the people of the area to continue the fight he's willing to do it and so he crosses the border again and professor ali again makes his way to subapur village they get to the village and this time the atmosphere is completely different instead of fear there is celebration and yet again they are met with the loud and joyous cries of joy bangla but this time there is no light machine gun fire in retaliation that day they would hoist the flag of bangladesh at the bridge this was a very small victory a tiny part of east pakistan a tiny bridge which was relatively unknown had been liberated in that moment at that bridge history had been made it was the first time that an armed resistance of bengalis had fought against the pakistani army and it was also the first time that a bsf officer had taken part in a clandestine operation in east pakistan the next day soon after this flag was hoisted a jeep makes its way to the shrinagar border outpost it is the jeep of 
Lieutenant Colonel AK Ghosh. As the jeep enters the border outpost, the border outpost is again silenced. There is dread and anticipation of what's going to come next. The jeep comes to a halt and out steps Lieutenant Colonel AK Ghosh. He makes his way to Assistant Commandant PK Ghosh, looks him in the eye and tells him, "Well, I didn't finish breakfast last time." Do you think I could get a cup of tea? And that's when Assistant Commandant P.K. Ghosh sees that there is a smile on the Lieutenant Colonel's face. He's jovial almost, and this makes him a little more relaxed. Breakfast is served, and over breakfast, A.K. Ghosh relays a lot of information to his subordinate. He tells him that over the last three days, there were several. very high profile meetings involving the heads of security of india and the decision they had come to was this they would not formally engage but the bsf would send its instructors and its officials down to the border regions to help the resistance of the east pakistanis in a limited capacity and as part of this pk ghosh was to go across the border again and make contact with rebel officers and see what help they needed and so professor ali slips into east pakistan again makes contact with rebel officials and would also help them get ammunition and this time he would do it all with the orders of his superiors this was one of the first few missions done by the bsf and there would be many many more over 9 long months before all out war broke out on 3rd december 1971 this war would last till 16th december and it would end with a decisive victory for india that war too is filled with a lot of stories of heroism and incredible missions and operations and we will keep those stories for another time that's it from this particular episode i hope you enjoyed it if you did then please leave a like and a comment do let me know what other stories you'd like me to cover by leaving them in the comment section below let me just remind you that this story came from india's secret war which is written by oshinor majumdar it's a very engaging book i highly recommend you read it uh, if you have liked this story it has so many more stories each of them could become its own episode in its own right and you would be well served by dipping into this book uh, if you want to read more such books and to read other books as well you can head over to penguins youtube channel where they do one minute summaries of all their books and you can uh, find a treasure trove of things to read anyway that's it from this episode until next time take care and bye bye